everyone, and welcome to another episode of Abstract, the podcast of the Metropolitan Educational Research Consultorium in the School of Education at Virginia Commonwealth University, where we explore issues and ideas in public PK-12 education. My name is Sydney Young. And I'm Winfrey Walker. We are undergraduate students at VCU who are working with Merck this semester to understand students' experiences with cultural responsive teaching. We will be hosting today's podcast. Over the past two years, Merck has been working with a group of over 30 educators on the ARTCRT project that stands for Action Research Teams for Culturally Responsive Teaching. The project is a collaboration between the Merck, Henrico County Public Schools, and Chesterfield County Public Schools. Since the summer of 2019, the ART program has worked with educators from two high schools in Chesterfield, Monaghan and Meadowbrook, and two middle schools in Henrico, Pocasin and Tuckahoe. All right, so these teachers, counselors, librarians, and deans engage in classroom-based action research projects to answer these questions about CRT practices and to support their own professional growth in this area. Today, we'll be talking to a group of students from the classes of some of these teachers to hear their perspectives about culturally responsive teaching. What does CRT look like? Why is it important? One of the key ideas underlying CRT is that student voice matters. And our hope is that advice shared by these students today will help other educators as they work to build more equitable, equitable excuse me, and inclusive classroom spaces. We'd like to have our student guests introduce themselves now. Uh, my name is Abby Taylor, and I'm a sophomore at Monken High School. Um, my name is Matthew Sharisi, and um, I am a freshman at Monken High School as well. Okay, great. So thanks, everyone, for being a part of the discussion today. Today, we want to be thinking about what type of advice that you all as students would have for teachers who are thinking about culturally responsive teaching and whether this is something that teachers should be doing to help their students learn in the classroom. We are going to ask a few questions today to hear about your experiences to help teachers understand how culturally responsive teaching could be impactful for all of you. So we are going to start with the first question, which is what do you think is the most important thing for a teacher to know about you to be able to help you be successful in the classroom? Um, I think for me, the most important thing I want my teachers to know um, is just um, like how I learn best. Like personally, I'm not the type of student that can sit and be lectured to for an hour. It's just not how I learn. Um, I'm more of a visual learner. So that's what I think is really important that teachers should know about me. Uh, same. I, I was, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I would let the teacher know is that exact thing. I really like that answer because I feel like teachers, they have this one strict way that they want to teach. And sometimes that just doesn't work for some students. And those students who it doesn't work for it, they tend to like, I'm not going to say they fall through the cracks, but it's harder for them to learn the material because that's just not their learning style. So I really do agree with that answer. Teachers do need to be able to kind of be flexible with their teaching methods and be able to accommodate all students. So I feel like that'll lead perfectly into the second question. So why, why is it so important for teachers to create an inclusive space in their classrooms? Um. I think it's really important for teachers to like to um be inclusive. Sorry, sorry, because it 
these students feel more comfortable in the environments and they would feel I, I think they would feel more like um like wanted um like uh want, wanting to hear their opinion on the matter not force it it's like not too stressful it's not yeah it's just um for me i think it's important for teachers to make me feel comfortable in class like going off of the last question that you asked um it's important that i feel comfortable going to my teachers and talking to them about problems so if they're teaching in a way that just isn't really working for me it'd be nice if I felt comfortable going to them and talking to them about it and seeing how that problem could be solved. So this is kind of, I have like a follow-up question to that. Basically, um, when teachers do have an inclusive space, does that make you guys more likely to want to learn in that class? Like you feel more engaged with everything and you're actually more excited to go there? I'm just curious on y'all's thoughts on that. Uh, yeah, definitely. I definitely feel more motivated in class and it's definitely more exciting to actually go to class and participate in discussions and participate just with class um, and just any assignments that we do. It's just a lot more comfortable when it's inclusive. Yeah, I feel similar about that it definitely makes it an easier experience right when you're in school that you're there all day right so you want that to be a comfortable experience for you and that helps you to develop more meaningful experiences in the classroom and to form a closer connection with your teacher so i really like your responses to that question and i think that's a good caveat into the third question which is what was the most ex most meaningful classroom experiences you have had and going off of that why was it so meaningful to you um, for me, um, well, it's one of the classes I'm in now. It's uh, in my English class. Uh, my teacher is very um, inclusive in the way, like, just she wants students to feel comfortable by, by, like, giving them a chance to actually explain them, like, explain how they feel. Yeah, and, like, just, just today, I, um, she, like, shows that she cares by, like, so much that she gives us time to do other work that we have that because if it's making us if it's making us overwhelmed she wants us to feel she'll let us have time to do that and i think that's it seems to me that's that's my most my most um meaningful experience in class yeah my most meaningful experience is like almost exactly the same um i have one specific teacher that um, will come to us personally and ask us how we're feeling about class. And if we're ever feeling overwhelmed, she might let us, um, she might change the due date for an assignment, give us more time. It's just like the teachers that really care about our feelings. And really, it's just obvious that they really want us to succeed in their class. I really, I really like what you two are saying, like how much teachers really care because Believe it or not, teachers can be one of the most impactful role models in your life. I know for me personally, I was very unmotivated when I was in high school, but I had one teacher, she was my psychology teacher, and she just kind of encouraged me to always do my work and try my best. And now 
just because, you know, she was so helpful with me through high school, I decided to study psychology going into college and, you know, I'm going to be graduating with a psych degree. So just seeing teachers be so involved in their students' lives because they truly care, it, it really, it is life-changing, honestly. So I want to transition to the fourth question, um, which is, can you think of a time where you felt a teacher didn't understand your lived experience and what do you wish they would have done differently to understand you? I don't know if I can really say a time where a teacher didn't understand me, but I will just say a time a teacher did understand me. Um, I like my English teacher, she will come to me. I was like, I was saying in the previous question, she'll come to me personally and ask questions about me, personal questions, how I'm feeling, how I'm doing. Um, so I think that's something that teachers should do is just talk personally with their students and get to know them and get to understand them and all of their qualities and um, how they best can succeed in their class. I think that's what they should do. Um, yes, you may have really had that, that experience where they where I feel they didn't understand me or the class, but um, as Abby said, it's. I think that should definitely be um, what they mainly what they like try to make like. I think they should try to make a um, like a class agreement and like show that they care about each student, and just show show that yeah that they care. Um, I re really appreciate your guys' responses on that question because I do remember a time in middle school where I had a really challenging science class and I was about ready to give up, to be completely honest. I was ready to just throw my hands up and say, no, I'm not ready. I shouldn't have taken this class. But my teacher actually noticed that I was feeling that way. And when I came to him and said that I want to switch classes and he said, why do you want to do that? He really inquired about it and took the time to really understand my experience and he actually convinced me to stay in the class and I ended up excelling and now I'm majoring in a science degree and I'm graduating with that degree so it really does make a huge impact on how you even move forward. So moving on into the next question, how would you expect a teacher to interject when it comes to conflict around cultural competence or understanding? Um. I would expect the teacher to um, be understand, like try figuring out what the situation is and try being understanding about what's happening and like showing that they care by, um, they should try to give them, give the student that's maybe doing something wrong, um, tell them what they're doing wrong and maybe inform them and um, try to give them examples of, or like try to give examples of why it's wrong. And yeah. So it's like they, they just not getting all negative, um, like, uh, all, like all not, like all negative response. Yeah. Um, yeah, if someone was being targeted in class, I would expect the teacher to side with the person who was being targeted. And I would hope that they already kind of had an idea of how to handle those situations and already had an understanding of whatever the conflict is. Um, that's what I would hope, but I would definitely expect them to um, at least side with the person who is 
being targeted and um, hold the other person accountable and explain to them what they're doing wrong. Guys gave some really good and interesting responses. I do want to follow up on that question, and it actually is directed towards the students now. So, do you think that teachers should hold their students to the same standards of speaking up when they feel like there were misunderstandings regarding a culture in the classroom? I think so. I think teachers just at the start of the year should just provide their students with how to handle situations like that. So, when they do come about that all of their students are able to handle them and know exactly what to do. Yeah, I agree. And maybe like, like do sort of workshops so the students can, get, can maybe get along as well. I think that would also help like get along and um, actually understand each other and get like maybe form new friendships and just, yeah, everything else. So Abby, I really like what you said about like basically establishing the rules at the beginning of the year. And so I wanna like throw a hypothetical at you guys. So imagine that you were a teacher and on the first day of class, what would be the most important rule that you would wanna tell your students to make sure that your class is a safe space? I think the most important thing is to just respect each other and understand each other's differences and yeah, just have respect for each other. Yeah, I agree with Abby and be mature towards certain students' answers and be understanding of where, yeah, of where everybody comes from. And yeah, just understanding each other. See, and that's really important, right? School should be a safe space. Like I said before, it is, a, it is the place where you spend the majority of your time. It's where you're gonna absorb a lot of your learning experiences. So you shouldn't have, you shouldn't feel that it's an uncomfortable space and those rules should be set in place and the teacher should be as, serve as an example for the rules that they set in place. So that way students can follow. So I'm gonna move on to the next question, which kind of goes into how you get, more into how you would feel in forming a more comfortable space in the classroom. So what type of activities, materials, or methods do you think teachers could use to make their classrooms and cur curriculum more representative of your experiences as a student? I think teachers should definitely incorporate things into their curriculum that are representative, representative of all different backgrounds. Like, for example, if you're an English teacher, maybe have some different kinds of books about different kinds of people with different backgrounds. Um, I think that's definitely something. Yeah, I think books, be, uh, be, books are really good way to um, tie certain things to like students so they can understand each other and also like maybe do workshops or like um, not like just something that could bring the students together that, that maybe like try to try to get their ideas of what they might enjoy as a whole and try figuring out a way to incorporate uh, into a way to like bring together and make uh, make something that, that all students could enjoy and actually learn from like learn from each other. I just think another thing too is like actually having lessons about other cultures. I think about my French class. Of course, we learn about French culture, but my teacher also tells us about other cultures too, and we'll actually do um, assignments about other cultures and 
do research and units on different kinds of cultures. So that's also really good. I like that. I like both of your responses about just basically framing everything. And I think it's also important to uh, include current events that are going on so you can see how the things you learn in the classroom apply in real time. And I feel like when, if you're able to do that, it'll help the information stick more because it's your personal experience and it'll help you get a better understanding. And I really do appreciate you guys um, sharing your responses to that question. They were really great. And um, so we're just gonna go to the last question uh, for today. And it's basically, um, what is the most important advice that you would like to give your teachers listening to this podcast and wanting to support students from different and diverse backgrounds? I think teachers should just educate themselves on different diverse backgrounds. And I also think going to your students, talking to them personally, learning about them and their backgrounds is also really important. And if you really want them to succeed in their class, um, I think something that's really helpful is just kind of constantly making sure that they're doing okay in your class, asking them if there's anything about your class that you could change or improve um, and just getting to know them and um, their best way of learning. I think that's really important. Yeah, I was just, just great with Abby. I just want to say thank you guys so much for your amazing responses. I know if I was in middle school and high school, I would have loved to have this platform. So please know that your responses and your perspectives hold a lot of weight and you've inspired me even. And I know you can only think that Trey feels the exact same way. So thank you Absolutely. guys for taking yeah. this conversation. You guys killed it. I just want to say I appreciate all your responses and I, just going from what Sydney said, like literally my high school experience was completely different because we didn't learn about stuff like this. And I feel like if I had this knowledge, um, my, my experience in high school would have been a little bit different in a positive way. And I feel like just teaching kids these things is really important and it'll, you know, create a better future, I hope. So again, thank you guys so much. And um, yeah, it's just your responses are really appreciated. You guys, Thank you. you guys have clearly bright futures ahead of you. Your perspectives are so expansive. You guys are already so aware already. So I, I have really high hopes for all of you. So I'm gonna go into the outro now. So we will have to hold this conversation for now. You can also learn more about our work with culturally responsive teaching on the Merck website at merck.sle.vcu.edu slash projects. We'll be sharing lots of information from the study, so be sure to sign up for our email listserv on our homepage to stay up to date on this research. You can also subscribe and listen to other episodes of Abstract wherever you get your podcasts, including SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Our thanks as always to the VCU School of Education for supporting the work that we do at Merck and to all of our partner school divisions, Chesterfield, Goochland, Hanover, Henrico, Petersburg, Powhatan, and Richmond Public Schools. Thanks also to Virginia Center for Inclusive Communities for leading this student voice component of the project. Thanks to Abby and Matthew for your amazing work on this project and sharing your advice today. And of course, thanks as always to you for joining our conversation. We hope you will share this episode with anyone who think would find it interesting or helpful. 
This has been another episode of Abstract, the podcast of the Metropolitan Educational Research Consortium in the School of Education at Virginia Commonwealth University, where we explore issues and ideas in public PK-12 education. Let's talk again soon.